Welcome to Sensational Shorts. I'm your hostess, Addison Dion. Each story has a set of essential oils to complement it. Check the description for a link to grab yours. The days had become short as fall fell into the darkness of winter. Life was falling apart around her. No matter how hard she had clung to the idea of saving her marriage, it just wasn't coming together. And eventually, you have to let go. The thoughts were heavy in her mind as the radio absently played sad music in the background, and she sighed. Pulling off at an exit, she pumped gas and looked down at her phone. Nothing at all from her parents, which meant her kids were completely fine without her. Her ex didn't message her anymore wanting to fix things. Friends were happily married and living their own life. She was just existing. Looking at the GPS, it said she was about seven hours left in her trip. West Virginia, the place her grandfather was from. Having not been to the area since her teens, she couldn't think of anything better than getting some fresh scenery in a way that felt safe and familiar an echo of her past before she had been broken in love so many times. Slipping back into her car, the rest of the trip flew by, just like the last eight years of her life seemed to have done. Pulling into the driveway of the family home, a smile came to her face. It felt safe here. She was greeted with a warm welcome by her aunts, who brought her in, helped her with tea, and showed her the cozy attic room with a window looking out over the old high school. Sending a text to her parents, she let them know that she had made it safely and was given a thumbs up emoji in return. It felt cold. Could everyone just simply not care at all if she came or went? The despair settled in her chest then, the emptiness. Even in a one-sided black hole of a marriage, at least she had someone to tell her about all the useless idle details of their day. She felt useful when being there for others, and even just being able to listen felt like something. It was never reciprocal, but something. A sigh left her lips before she stood, placing her dainty teacup in its saucer and moving to set the scent for the night. Black spruce, cedarwood, and frankincense began to fill the room as she padded back to the bed and snuggled down. Turning out the light, she curled up, hugging her knees to her chest as the hot tears of grief and disappointment rolled down her face. The sobs racked her chest as if someone had punched her, but there would be no bruise in the morning, just puffy eyes. April, she heard after a few hours of restless sleep. It was her aunt coming to greet her, bless her soul. Do you want to come have breakfast, sweetie? She asked in such a tender way. I'll be right down, April said in her groggy morning voice. She had been right. Looking in the mirror, her eyes were kind of glued shut in the corners, probably a mix of attic dusk, being around new foliage, and crying so profusely. A huff left her lips before swiftly moving to the bathroom to wash her face, apply a layer of frankincense, And let's face it, she wasn't getting any younger and anything to help with fine lines was her best friend. And then moisturizing. 
She looked at the chocolate eyes in the mirror. She could almost be convinced that the girl there wasn't completely empty inside. Almost. Good morning, she said to her aunts as she slid into the creaky old chair and looked over the display. Fruit, rolls, eggs, pancakes. They were all in the middle of the table. She was amazed. You did all this for me, she said, looking up into the faces of the sweet ladies who had done all of this. We don't have guests often, and after so much travel, we figured you needed to fuel up, Aunt Violet said, reaching across the table and taking her hand, giving it a little squeeze. Tea, she added. Yes, please. April's eyes lit up as she extended her dainty blue teacup to her aunt. She was overwhelmed with the kindness, and it gave her a little bit of hope that maybe the voice inside her head was wrong. Maybe people did care to have her around. What plans do you have for the day? Her aunt asked. She hadn't really thought about it at all. Today I'll probably look into what I want to explore over the next few days, she pondered. I didn't really set up an itinerary ahead of time, she said sheepishly. Of course, a vacation doesn't have to be busy, but it can be if you want it to be, Aunt Tara said. All three ladies gave each other girlfriend smiles and dug into their breakfast. The strawberries were juicy and sweet, making her tongue tingle, followed by the warmth of orange tea and honey sliding down her throat and warming her all the way to her core. Those were just the first few bites. The entire meal was a sensory delight, truly. Once satisfied, she helped clean up the meal. And as she milled around the kitchen with the other women, she was caught for a moment by a beam of sun that landed on her face through the window. Sunlight suits you, Aunt Violet said in a warm voice. April's eyes landed on the woman, feeling truly seen for the first time in a long time. Tears pressed at the back of her eyes, begging to come forth as she reached out and wrapped her aunt in a hug. Thank you for having me, April said against her shoulder. The only response was a pat on her back. After all the waterworks were done for the moment, April took herself into the front parlor. There was an old window seat looking over the road. April remembered back to her childhood. She had had a window seat too. How many hours she had peered out of it, wondering about things. Curling up like a cat after a bowl of warm milk, she sat in the cozy window seat and began searching through potential attractions in the area. Malls, museums, group classes. Nothing really jumped out at her. (laughs) She sighed. Most of her adult life until then had been solitary. Even if she had been married, it was empty, and she was tired of feeling empty. She'd always wanted to be active, one of those girls that looked really good in hiking gear. She pulled up the map to see how far the Appalachian Mountains were. Four hours, she whispered and chewed on the inside of her lip. That took her down a rabbit hole of potential. Looking through the pictures of trails, she decided she wanted to go. That afternoon, she went shopping for more layers, and most of the day was spent wondering what it was what it was that she would discover while she was there, exploring nature. That night, she didn't cry herself to sleep, and the sense of trees filled her nose as she imagined what it would be like to explore her new territory. Driving through the wee hours of the morning was such a rush. The cold air filled her lungs in a way she had never really taken the time to appreciate before. Her aunts had given her a thermos of tea as she left, 
and they were smiling and waving. It's going to snow, Tara said to Violet. With a little mystical look in her eye, Violet winked at her sister. I know. She arrived around 9 a.m., and the world was still icy, but her new boots were a perfect companion as she made her way slowly down the twisting roads. Twinkling ice hung from the branches of the trees as the sun filtered through in a perfect way, kind of like you see in movies. The peppermint tea in her thermos was a perfect mix of warm, sweet, and refreshing as she pulled into the little parking lot that led to the trail of her choice. She would have enough time to have a leisurely hike leading down to a stream that was supposedly very beautiful in the winter and making it back in time for dinner. Stretching her arms overhead, she looked around and noticed that there were no other cars. Good, she said out loud to no one in particular. I won't have to talk to anyone. She knew herself well enough that if she had encountered another human, it would gladly be a great conversation. She would be an instant friend. But something about the loneliness of her marriage triggered her to all that self-sabotage stuff. Shaking that off, the backpack fit snugly onto her back. The boot warmers were doing their job, and her hat, with a perfect little white fluff on top to contrast her dark hair, made her the picture-perfect Arctic explorer. The trail was clear, and if it had snowed recently, she wasn't able to tell. The wind was cold but not too blustery, and the clouds overhead were puffy. Sunlight filtered through the trees in that wonderful way, and she noticed the sun making its way to find her face again. She stopped then, with her hands in her pockets and the sun kissing her face. She let her eyes fall open and tilted up to the sun to really take it in. She wasn't in a hurry, and there wasn't anyone around to see her acting oddly, so she simply stood there and breathed for a few moments. On the breeze, she caught a scent of something she had never smelled before. It was earthy, but so uplifting. Her heart kind of did a happy flip-flop in response to the smell. I didn't think I'd see anyone out today, the composed male voice said, slicing into her a moment. Ugh! She screamed, hand flying to her heart that was now wildly hammering against her rib cage, and her face was flush with heat. You scared me, she shrieked, trying to get herself settled. Turning to meet the steady gaze of eyes equally dark and enchanting as her own, her reaction was instantly quelled. He was handsome, with a pleasantly amused and semi-mocking look on his face. Looked like I was really interrupting something. I'll leave you to it, he said. Still seeming mildly amused, it wasn't cold, but it wasn't really inviting her either. But she wasn't one to wait for an invitation. I was actually noticing something I haven't smelled before, she said, speaking before he could make his exit. He looked away from her and had already... He had looked away from her, and already she missed the feeling of his eyes on her. He glanced up, eyes immediately settling into hers again, and a pang of electricity squeezed at her heart. I'm pretty familiar with things that grow around here, he said softly. Can you tell me how it smelled to you? The way he spoke was clear and concise, but also warm and sweet. He hung on to words like they weren't in a hurry. He hung on to words like he wasn't in a hurry to let them go, like each letter had its own delicious flavor. She found herself struggling to breathe for a moment, and finding words was a major issue. 
oh, um, she thought for a moment, closing her eyes so that his everything didn't distract her. I was noticing that it smelled earthy, but unlike any tree I'd ever smelled before. But it was also uplifting. Like, if there was a way that wood could smell like citrus, that would be it. Uh, She struggled to get it out, but it finally came to her. He had closed his eyes when she did, apparently, allowing the way she spoke to paint a picture for him. When she got it out, his eyes fluttered open and found hers again. She had to try to remember how to breathe. Juniper, he said after a moment of letting the description sit. He peered around her and pointed out an evergreen bush with blue-green needles. Stepping around her, he pulled his knife out of his belt and took off a small bit. He was painfully close, actually, when he turned around and brought the piece plant. He was painfully close, actually, when he turned around and brought the piece of the plant to her nose. This? he asked, again hanging on to every letter like it tasted good to him. His eyes were on hers and the smell overcoming her senses. Her own eyes widened. Oh, yes. She nearly groaned, taking it from him her fingers gently grazing across his. It was unintentional, but when it happened, her body responded. Breathing deeply, the scent filled her up, grounding her to her core. She heard him laugh a little bit, which prompted her eyebrows to pop up and eye him speculatively. What's so funny? She peeped out. He sighed and propped his chin on top of his hand, which was resting on top of his walking stick. I've never seen anyone enjoy smelling something quite so much he said, again amused and speaking clearly and slowly. Feeling the color grow in her cheeks, she was embarrassed that she was seemingly so taken by the experience. She'd always been that way, exploring everything that was decadent, wines, foods, the way things smell and feel. She just liked to see how she could taste or sense everything about the world around her. Ah, don't be embarrassed, he said, seeming to intuit her quiet, introspective moment. It's awfully endearing to watch, he admitted. I'm April, she spat out in an awkward way, trying to regain a little bit of ground after basically letting herself go into sensory overload in front of a man she'd just met. Cruz, he replied with a smile. She looked down at her hands, which she found rolling the juniper sprig between, just so she could keep smelling that wonderful smell. I didn't see any other cars in the parking lot, she said after a moment. I just walked down here, he said. My cabin's about a half a mile up the road. I've been working on it for quite a while now. It's a work in progress, but still something I enjoy. Solitary work seems to fit me, he said. She appreciated the small bit of insight. At least he wasn't making her carry on the conversation alone. Looking up, she searched his face. It took me about nine hours to get to West Virginia, and this morning I drove the remaining four here, she admitted. Apparently I like road trips, but I just needed a pain... Apparently, I like road trips, but I had just needed a change of scenery. Life back home's been interesting. Uh, Would you want some coffee? He offered, this time a little more rushed than he had been, like maybe he himself was feeling a little nervous. I would love coffee, she said at first. I would love coffee, she said at first, but then shook her head. But there's something really telling me to keep on my trail. Her look was apologetic because in her heart she was a bit afraid of making anyone feel rejected. His even look remained calm and a nod of his head came before his words. 
a true wilder woman, I commend you. His eyes lingered on hers, and she gave him a grateful smile before turning on her heel to make her way down the path. It felt like being sucked into another realm, a time where nothing bothersome mattered, people weren't constantly on their phones. She reached up to push a strand of hair behind her ears as she walked and caught a whiff of the juniper. She felt a jolt in her heart at the smell, suddenly being pulled into the dark chocolate warmth of his eyes on her. She had trouble breathing with the shocking transportation of her senses. Shaking it off, she continued. The path was well made and decently clear. She wasn't really a wilder woman. She wouldn't label herself, label herself that way anyway, just as prone to a sprained ankle as the next modern dame. But to be seen as such felt really nice. The world around her thawed away from the frost-covered chill of early morning as she began her descent downward. She could hear the babbling waters below before she could see it. And when she reached the point that she could see the water, her hand flew to her mouth. She was taken aback at the beauty. The sun seemed... The sun streamed in from across the way, leaving gorgeous little bright places in every... The sun streamed in from across the way, leaving gorgeous little bright places in the very cold water. There was moss and greenery growing around the rocks, even in the cold. It must stay humid down in this lower location, she thought to herself. Taking a step forward, she, her heart felt light, and in that moment, the sun reached through and managed to kiss her face, just like it had done yesterday. The warmth pricked over her cold cheeks, and suddenly she realized she was crying, lungs burned with the cold her heart was soaring so much that she was caught in a vortex of emotion she couldn't explain happy sad pain love joy all mixed together as she stood there in this beautiful secret realm as she stood there taking it all in she breathed in deeply through her nose and took her time Exploring the area, she let the time get away from her, which was perfectly okay. The sun was moving through the trees, and she could hear the forest critters moving around. After at least an hour had passed, she looked at her watch and realized it was time to start making her way back. She looked up at the clouds that had gone from a white to more of a heavy gray. Hopefully, she could make it out. Stepping up the path, she did her best to find her footing and be very careful. And as she did, she made her way slowly up, and the first snowflake landed on her face. She wasn't sure what this would mean, but she made her way the rest of the way up the path. All she knew is that today would be a day that she would never forget.